and welcome to the Shaken Up Show, the show that looks deeper into all things Berry AFC. I'm Nick and I'm your host for today and we've got a very special guest. He's a player that has played at the top level of Scottish football for Inverness Caledonian Thistle. He's also played for EFL clubs Huddersfield Town and Accrington Stanley. He went on to make appearances for Staley Bridge Celtic and York City as well as Osset United and he became the first player to play for both Berry Football Club and Berry AFC. I'd like to give a warm welcome to Aidan Chippendale. Hi, Aidan Chippendale. How are you? Good, thank you. Yourself? I'm, I'm all right, mate. How's uh, how's lockdown treated you? Same as everyone else, bored. Just work, oh. but you're working from home, so you're not getting a change of scenery, really. Are you? It's just you run on your dinner to keep yourself fit to get a change of scenery. You've managed you to treat keep... yourself very faster. <laughs> you managed you to get a, a decent lockdown haircut, though. I've noticed that you've got a bit of a fresh trim going there. It goes as far as decent. I said to my missus, I said, look, it's getting too much. Like, it was so long. I said, it was, try give us a blend. Like, a low <laughs> blend. So it'd be a like, fresh, fre- like, a nice fade. She said, it's, it was a bit zigzagging. She said, oh, it looks all right. I said, look, I just took razor and took striped out middle, so I had to do a lot. <laughs> I thought by the time we're back to normal, I'll be able to get an haircut properly and it'll be all the same length. Oh, we've got another 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 bit of another few weeks to wait yet, Chippy, haven't we? It's driving me. Oh, yeah, well, it's not looking right cracking, is it? Look. <laughs> <laughs> we're all the same, we're all in the same boat. Um, what have you been doing over the last three months then? What have you been doing to keep yourself uh, keep yourself fit, keep yourself motivated? Anything? Is there any anything that you've been doing? Um, just doing doing my runs to keep myself fit for myself personally. Because you don't want you, you don't let yourself go, do you? You want to keep yourself in shape. But I've been working throughout the whole of lockdown from the start, so I've kept myself busy and my mind occupied with, obviously, work. And I've been doing my running on my dinner time, so it's quite trying to keep myself active. And then at the weekend, I've got a little girl with my partner, so we just do family things as much as you can, like just go for a walk, feed ducks, take her out on a bike or whatever. But you just get bored of it, don't you? Like, Sunday, what we're doing, going for a walk. You know what you're doing already before it's even here. I'm, um, I've, well, gone for the, I've gone for the Tyson Fury uh, way of things is that I've just given myself a date to aim to so I can eat what I want, drink what I want by that date and then I'm going to lose the, you know, 10 stone that I need to knock off. So that's... That, don't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So uh, we're just going to go a little bit down memory lane, Chippy. We're just going to talk a little bit about your, uh, about your youth career. So you started off at Huddersfield, is that right? Yeah, we're up... Huddersfield's from age of 13. I think I left when I were about 19, 20. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be 19, 20 when I left. How was Good that? Time. Tell, me, tell me some of the players that were, were playing for Huddersfield, some recognisable players who were in that, that first team. See, when I were there, so I had it tough because players in front of me were very good players. So I had likes of Anthony Pilkin, Earn, Danny Ward, Danny Cadamatre, um, Gary Roberts, so Scotty Arfield, so it was always going to be tough to push through. But yeah. I was in a bit of a fortunate position, but unlucky at the same time is I was on the bench regular. So we went on a, a 52 game unbeaten run. So, so you, were, really you were part of that under Lee Clark then, that 52 game run where you didn't, yeah. you know, wow. But I wouldn't say part of it because I played one game. So but you were around, <laughs> but the, I was, around I was the training team. And I, yeah, we're on bench regular, so. But so we were part of it. Obviously, it was a good environment to be around because when, you, when you're winning or not losing, you have a momentum, don't you? And it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It, 
hold me in good stead for the future in terms of seeing that side of game, what happens when it's going well. So when you, it's not going right, you can go back to that and think, right, what did I, what did I do to get myself in that position? Or that's how I want it to be going forward, like a positive winning environment. And, and that's uh, why I came to Bury as well, because obviously playing for Welsh before, I knew what it's about. And you want to enjoy your football, don't you, wherever you're at. So. Of course. So um, just obviously some uh, Berry fans, Berry AFC fans will remember Lee Clark as a manager. He was a bit ill-fated at, uh, at Berry FC. What was he like with you? What was he like as a manager for you? I can only call on my experiences and he was good with me. The only thing I'd say is I just wish he'd have given me a shot, but the, I understand why. Just look at the names that were there and there were a lot of big hitters and it was a very good team and he did well with that team and when he did get sat, it was a surprise because I think we were third in table. Mm. So from what I've seen, he has been a good manager, but he has had a string of bad luck with what's gone on after and with his jobs that he's had after. So you can only call on your experience. So a lot of Bury fans will have a different opinion to myself. I I think he's a good manager, but then again, if he's coming to a team that I love and I support and he's not done well, then I'd, you judge on that. Well, he's um, he's just taken over a, a Sudanese Premier League team, hasn't he? Um, do you not fancy uh, fancy? Do you not think he'll come in for you and, and take you to Sudan, maybe? And uh, do, they, do they need any wingers in Sudan? I've got a call. It's a sedan number, this one. <laughs> I can't see it. I can't see it. <laughs> you don't think so? I think you'd do a job in the Sudanese Premier League, mate. What's weather like? You've seen how pale I am. <laughs> Get your factor 50 on. Um, yeah. So, according to your Wikipedia, you've had 17 clubs. 17, that's quite a lot, isn't it? Um, so, what, what would Probably you say the highlights of your career have been? Um... Probably the time when um, I went on loan to Inverness because I was fortunate to play at, I think we were 18 year old, playing SPL and play at Celtic Park. So that's probably my highlight of my career. But so you played in the big, big Celtic games. Did you play against Rangers or just, just at Celtic? No, because my loan would be up in January. So I only I started at Celtic Park. And played 65 minutes before I got the hook, so enjoyed it. <laughs> how, how, what was your performance like? How did you get on? Um, I think I touched ball about 10 times because we were just chasing shadows, but I do remember I had a shot. And do you remember Mr. Is it Mistorovic? I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Big ball Swedish centre half. Yes, I do remember him, yeah. Going, it was like an arrow, and he just stuck his big head in win. Yeah, it could have been a break, make or break moment, so. It, yeah, More of exactly. a great one, it really. Like sliding, <laughs> like sliding doors. What could have been? If yeah, that had exactly. got in, rattled in the top corner, what could have been? Exactly. <laughs> and then we don't, you... we don't look back. We go forward. <laughs> we look forward. And then you've kind of <laughs> then you came back and played for Accrington. Is that right? So you came back down and and into the EFL and played for Ake. Yeah, I went to Accrington for at the start of the season. It all went really well. Um, I think I played like first six, seven games. Had a good start, and then the manager got bought by um, Chesterfield, so he left, and then someone else came in, and they didn't, for whatever reason, fancy me. So basically, so, sat a whole year not playing, and I couldn't. There were no way of really getting out to get on loan or out. So, so a lot of frustration. But, yeah. Um, and then, and then obviously, and then you came. So what, 
So, and then you went to, did you go Berry after that then? Did you come to Berry? Yeah, that, that was the season after. And um, started, I went, first I came on trial and I had a really good trial period. I think went down to Cornwall for a pre-season, um, like pre-season camp. Did really well, enjoyed it. Played pretty much every game at pre-season. Had a strong pre-season. Then a week before season start, I got food poisoning. So we're out for a month. So I came back and I, like, I'd lost a stone and I was quite light back then anyway, so I wasn't much to lose to me. So I had to get myself back out and get on loan to get myself some fitness and stuff. So I went to Chester, did a month at Chester. And when I came back, um, they told me I was surplus to requirements because um, we had such a big squad. I think there was some like 26, 27 players. But I was hoping I'd get a shot when I got back because I had a good pre-season and did all right when I went on loan. I was so, I was ready to buy my time, but then I got pulled in. I think there were four of us who pulled in. They said, look, you're surplus to requirements and managed to sort something out with us. Was that under Blackwell? Yeah, but I think Blackwell had just... I can't Off the top of my head, I can't remember if Blackwell had been sacked or not at that point, but it was in the transition, I think, to Blackwell to Ronnie the next Je- manager. Ronnie, Ronnie Jackson yeah. came in after Blackwell, yeah. didn't he? I mean, I, I, I really good. I got on with him really well, but he understood that he had too many players, so he had to try balance the books, which is understandable, but I just don't understand why they signed so many players of Blackwell. I think plan. You're not, you're not, the, only think, per- you're not the only person yeah. that was scratching their head at that time, Chippy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am first to play for both Burries, but only to play for one of them, really. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so, so Tony, so then did you then start kind of going down the leagues and and you went into and tried your luck in non-league? Did you, did you then you move into the non-league system? Well, once I left Bury, I sort of fell out of love with it and I had a couple of months off. I felt like I've had enough. Do you know what I mean? Because I had a step back, setback of, obviously, Accrington, done well, then got knocked back, not played a single game for the rest of the season. And then I had a setback when I came to Bury, and I was like, I think I just needed a bit of time to decide what I wanted to do. But at the end of them couple of months, I missed it. And um, a manager rung me, um, I think it was Chalunuk, he said, oh, come down, come down to file. So I came down to file, played a few games, but I was like, it, it, it was all new to me, training on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And it was like, I was tra- training in Blackpool. And it was like, taking me two hours to get there and two hours to get back. And I was like, after four weeks, I said, this ain't me. I said, don't get me wrong, we parted on good terms and I enjoyed my time there, but I was like, can't, I can't do this. So I went to Ashton because um, I, I can't remember how Phil or I got to know Phil and he said, oh, come. But it would sort of just sort of seat season out and get a few minutes here and there, like a bit, bit park because I want fit, I want. And then over at summer, Staley Bridge said to me, look, come in, we're full time, we're non-league, look, see how you like it. Like, see, before you sign up, see how you like it. And I did the first couple of weeks and I loved it because I was back being full time, and I enjoyed it. So that got me back in love with football again. So it was good. So you fell back in love football in love with football. That's Staley Bridge. Yeah. Yes. And then that season, we did we did well. But then, like towards back in the season, we were struggling, really struggling. And a manager called Liam Watson came in, and um, I think before he came in, I was on bench, like like not playing for the last three or four games and he came in and finished the season really strong. I think he scored like eight goals in 10 games or something silly. We're on fire, but it was a good, strong end of the season. So stayed there again and you just see what happens. Don't you? It's non-league in terms of like most clubs. It's a merry-go-round, but you don't want it to be like that. Like you want a bit of like stability. to know where you're at. You want, yes, your stability. 
So, oh. okay, Chippy. So, um, and then did you did you go on to Osset after that? Then Osset United. Yeah. So I was at Staley, um, and I think Liam had left, and a new manager came in, and uh, Welsh rung me. And I didn't know Walsh at this point. And he said, oh, come down. He says, you love it. He says, come play for me. He told me where he's playing. And we had talked for a couple of weeks. I said, all right, then I'll come down. Sorted a deal out, came down. I never looked back. That's probably one of the most enjoyable periods I've had in playing football non-league. And it, like he said to me, he said, I told you I'd get you back to it. He said, get you enjoying it. He says, I know what type of... Because he was a winger as well. And yeah. he's a similar player to myself at times. And he, he, he re- obviously he's got a lot of knowledge in games so it, even though I'm 20, 28 he still coaches you he still shows you so you know he, he gave me that back as well so obviously then once I did leave Osset and went to Cone because like it went a bit takes up at Osset sort of thing and a bit everywhere so I ended up going to Cone and to very enjoyed it um, but then towards the back end of the season it was a bit stale so um because it, before it got null and voided, we had a really good start and then we went on a bad run. But to a fair, lads are all good lads at Corn. But come start season, because I was um, Corn took my option up for the start of this season, so I'd be a Corn player. So they took that up and went did pre season and spoke to manager and the way like they were going to set up and stuff. It wasn't going to suit myself, so we just sort of shook hands and said, "Look, let's get out on loan." And I said, as soon as I could go out on loan, I knew, obviously, I wanted to play for Welsh. And obviously, being at Bury, it's a big coup. Because, like you say, everything that goes with it is brilliant. Okay. So, um, so, so Welsh, was the, I was going to ask you, the next question was going to be, what attracted you to, to come on loan at Bury AFC? So, it was Welsh and, and that draw of, of kind of how he's helped your career and, and what he's done for you as a, as a player. Is that, is that kind of and the, yeah. the experience you had with him at Osset United? Yeah, because you want to play for someone and you want to know how you're going to play, and you want to know that you're going to enjoy it. You don't be going Tuesday and Thursday trips in and thinking, oh, God, I've got to go to footy. You want to go and think, I'm going to enjoy it. He's going to get a good bunch of lads together. We're going to have a good crack. Training's going to be good. And it's a big project, isn't it? With Bury, it's like, it's huge. And when I spoke, when I came, I was speaking to Greaves, it's like we were both sort of in the line to come. So me and Greaves are good mates. So we were like, if we go, we go together sort of thing. So we were speaking to each other and we said, let's do it. Because he was saying to me as well about FC. He said he was gutted when he was at FC that he missed the start of it. And that's what he said about me. He says, you don't want to come in two years' time and miss the start of it. He says, you want to be on board. Yeah. So a lot of sense. It's going to be quite a journey. I think I think that's one thing as a fan is that one thing that we are excited about is is this journey that we're, we're all going to go on together. And it doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter what part you play in it, whether you you know whether you're a player or you're a volunteer. I think that's the one thing about you know that I've seen anyway at Berry AFC is is this journey that we're all going to go on. That's what I'm most excited about anyway. Um, Everyone's in it. Yeah, very much so. So uh, you, you touched upon your, uh, your your friendship with Greavesy there. We know that there's a few of you that come across over the Pennines. Uh, yeah. In, in a in a carpool. Uh, tell us about who's in that carpool. I think we've heard a few of them. Who's just remind us who's in that carpool again? There's me, Greavesy, Ed Wilchinski, Joe, and Alex. And to fair, it's a fight, it's it's a tight squeeze at times, but we have a good crack. It makes it, it look you're traveling an hour, yeah, 
so who's in charge of the music, Chippy? And what type of music do you have on? We mix it up, really. It's the driver. So whoever's driving, it's, it's their choice. So Al, Al likes all like the dance music. He's an ex-DJ, ain't he? So feel like we're on a bit, we're at a B for a while. We're on way to train and on way back sometimes. And then Greaves and myself, we play a bit. I don't, we just mix it up. We like a bit of a sing-along, a bit of Oasis and stuff like that every so often. And Ed, I can't remember what Ed plays. I think Ed's similar, just whatever's on radio. Ed goes, I think he's a bit of a radio man, plays it safe. And Joel's same. Who's got the worst? Taste in, has anyone got the worst taste in music? Who's, who's got a, has anyone got a bad taste in music? Depends what mood you're in. If you're tired and you've been to work, you don't want to listen to a beef or do you? But I don't know. It depends. But to a fair while music, it, like if, once we're all going, it's class. Like everyone's just bouncing around the car. I feel like you've done a session when you get there. <laughs> it sounds like a good crack. Should be like a, a carpool karaoke type thing with you guys. Put a camera in it and uh, we'll put it up on YouTube on the channel. Um, oh, there'll be a lot of bleep edits. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, tell, so that, that that's the Yorkshire contingent. Tell us a bit about the dressing room then. Who's, who are the characters in the dressing room? So if you had to kind of throw a few words at you, so who would you say is the, the, the biggest character, the funniest, let's say? Um, I don't know. I feel like everyone's chips in. Whereas, like, Scott is obviously a big leader in change room, hence why he's captain. And I've played with Scotty before, and he knows how to differentiate. So he can have a laugh with you one minute, but then as soon as it's game, it's, he's got his game head on. So Scott, Scott is a good laugh. But most of the lads are, like you say, it's not like just one person. Everyone gets involved and has a good crack. I'd like to think that I do as well, so... <laughs> does anyone get any stick, like, for how they dress? Or, you know, has anyone got any... What do they, what, what do they call it? Rascal gear, do they call it... Oh, everyone oh, gets on proper old. Who's, who's got the worst dress sense? Everyone cops it. There's a lad who wears Puma Kings, but I'm not going to say it about that because he's a young <laughs> lad. Uh, there's, yeah, it? there's some Honestly, you'd have to get yourself in with a camera. Puma Kings? You'll go straight. Puma Kings? They, they were classic. They were classic boots then back in the day. Yeah, 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> who gets the angriest? I think I know the answer to the uh, question. Scott is an angry guy. Um, who's angriest? Jimmy's a bit of an angry guy. Give me your answer, go on. I was going to say Scotty Metcalf. He frightens me to death. Yeah. Scotty, Jimmy, can be angry characters. Um, I think everyone's got it in them. Because otherwise, yeah. if not, you're not a winner, are you? No. If so you're everyone, just losing. Like a, a bit of a nasty streak to him. Yeah. Got to have that mentality, haven't you? Um, so, uh, what, what what do you think about the season then? How do you think the season? Uh, I know we only played a few games, and everyone was a bit a bit upset about it, and and we wanted to play more. How do you think the season panned out, and uh, what what was your experience like of the season? I think it panned out all right, but I do think that the fans and stuff haven't seen the best of us yet. I do feel like we have got another level and we all know that because there's a lot of players that have dropped down or even in training the standard of training is very very good and teams come to stop us playing or, or they're just happy to sit behind the ball so we, we have to get used to that and I think we, we've done well don't get me wrong because obviously we finished top at league when it got curtailed so but I do feel like there's still more to come from people in terms of we have got more in our locker. There's better to be seen. And I think 
some teams were due a thrashing. For example, like when we beat Garstang, we beat them 5-0. But we, we didn't even play nowhere near to our level. So imagine if we did. Because there's, there's a lot of quality team. Um, do, would you would you have been happy to play throughout the summer? Would you would you have liked to have played throughout the summer if they'd I don't know if either they'd have extended the season or bring the season the, the next season in earlier? Would you would you be happy to play? Yeah, I think everyone answer well, I think everyone answer should be yeah. If you say no, then why are you doing it? Sort of thing. If, don't get me wrong, I understand people like in a normal circus like might go on holiday in summer, but you might not be able to do that. So there's no excuse not to play, I don't think. I've, I was surprised when they said that because I could have just, I, the way I saw it is why didn't they just play it, get it so everyone team plays each other once and extend it by a month. And yeah. everyone playing a training. So why don't we just play Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday and just cram them in? I think, I think the upsetting thing for us was that we always knew that it was going to be a problematic season and nothing was kind of put into safeguard it shall we say I think that was the that was the disappointment yeah. for us it could have been as a fan could have been maybe planned a little bit better or like you've just said there touched upon maybe just play you know one one you know what once every team wants or you know I think that 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 or maybe split the league in half or something like that maybe it could have just been maybe dealt yeah. with a little bit better and some forward thinking like- why weren't lessons learned from like the previous year? Because like, it's basically they've said, right, we'll play again. Clubs have spent money to get themselves in COVID secure and to get everything in place. So they've all had to like soak them costs up, but then they've not learned the lesson because nothing's come of it at the end. So it's like it's happened to them twice. You'd have yeah. thought lesson and a bit learned from the first season in terms of right, this is a protocol, put this in place if this happens we'll do this or X, Y, Z, but it doesn't seem like it, as it looks like it's just been done off a wimp. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What were your highlights of the season then, Chippy? I, I just remember you scored a couple of goals against Darwin. Uh, yeah. One of them, was it, I'm going to ask you the question, was it a shot or worry it across? You always go to shoot back, Stick. Always go to shoot back, especially if you're wide. You know what? <laughs> I'm not even going to explain myself. In fact, I'm going to explain myself. Go on, you tell us. You try and justify. Like, yeah, go on. If I'm on right, on the left. I'm always going to go put the ball in towards the back stick for if it goes in. So you are crossing, but you're shooting. It's like a cross shot, that makes sense. Because how many times you see no one it connects with it and it goes in bottom corner or yeah. whatever. So It was a good goal, nonetheless. Non- non- yeah. I'll, I'll, no, I'll... no. I'll take your word for it, Chippy. If you said it was it was meant, then I be, I fully believe you. I, 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 I was right, I was right behind that. I, 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 yeah, you know, it looked like you looked up, and you thought, I know where this exactly where this is going. Yeah, if uh, someone it, if not, it goes in myself. I'm happy still. Any other any other highlights? Did you um, did any other bits first, that you enjoyed? The first uh, league game against Staten for myself because it was my first taste of football at that level, and. There were obviously big expectations. And when we came out with flags on pitch, that's when I knew I thought, this is a club that wants wants to do business. These, then we mean it. We're going out there. And um, obviously, to find ourselves in a position of being down in 85th minute, and I'm thinking, oh, no, this isn't, this isn't going to look good on us, sort of thing. Because it's like the first introduction from to the fans, to the players. So 
I'm sure we'd have lost. There might have been a few questions asked. And then to turn it round in the last eight minutes at game to winning it, it was brilliant. And it was like, crazy. Fans, it was like the, the environment and everything, how it went, it was just crazy. And if you said to me, you could have won that game 5 0 or do it that, I'd prefer to do it that way. Or I want to do it every week because everyone would be having heart attacks. But <laughs> it was brilliant. I, I think it. Although there was only, I think there was the only 300 at that game, it felt like yeah. a lot more, didn't it? It felt like, honestly, it felt like every member that was a very AFC fan, or, or sorry, that was an AFC member, or everyone was just willing that to happen. It was just one of the most surrealist feelings a bit, uh, that, that's happened to me at a football game. That it was, there was so much kind of like, because like you say, there was a lot of kind of, you know, there's been so much built up leading up to that game. And then, yeah. you know, obviously what happened, it was just, it was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was brilliant. And if you watch it behind the net as well, watch the fans behind the net, it looks like we've just won the FA Cup. Yeah, I know, it was brilliant. And then, like, for, for just the way we won it, like, we've it coming off Greaves' hip in the 93rd minute, that's just Greaves it with a tear score with all, like, and I just thought, brilliant, because we're on about it on our way up. We always... Because me and Greaves meet separately to go meet Alex, Ed, and Joe. And we always set ourselves a target of goals and assists between us. And to be fair, well, Greaves helps out a bit, but we have never missed our target. But I keep saying, if you keep scoring goal, Greaves, and I'm getting assists, I said, well, I'm happy. <laughs> Fab. But yeah, so, it, was, it was a real one to remember. I know it was a bit of a, the, the season was cut short a little bit, but it was a, a real, you know, a real one that, that will stick in the memories. I know it, the, the, you know, we didn't manage to play a full season out, but at least we had. We have those little games that we, shall we say. Uh, right, so what about uh, next season then, Chippy? Is, is it, would staying at Berry AFC be something you'd be interested in? I know you you mentioned that you were on loan from Colm. Um, would it be something you'd be interested in maybe coming back next season? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been in touch with Gaffer in terms of keeping fit. He's been to fair, he's been doing loads, loads of runs, so he's we sort of tap, like speak to each other and talk about runs and stuff. So I definitely be, want to come back. And he said that he'd want me back. So we'll just have to wait and see. But I think we both know that like, we both want me to be at Burris. So brilliant. Good. Oh, you'd be I've more enjoyed than, it. You'd be more than welcome, definitely. Especially with them goals like against Darwin, you know, that you those cross come shots. <laughs> Get you five of them a season. <laughs> right. So uh, the last question that I've got for you really is um, is about what you do outside of football. Now, obviously, it's, it's been a bit weird for you because you've been a professional footballer. You've come through a footballing system. Uh, you've played in different parts of, of the country. And, you know, uh, what, what do you do? Like, what do you do now? So we've had in the past, we've had Jimmy Moore. He's, he's uh, owns a, a few cash generators. Greaves has got his academy. Adam McWilliams, a coach with the Man United Foundation. What do you do, Chippy? Yeah, I do accountancy. So I'm an accountant inside of um, uh, intellectual property firm and like trademark. So part of an accounts team. And my first sort of taste of like work, like proper work outside football, is I went to work for my dad and I said, like, I wanted to do AAT, which is like um, an accounting qualification. So I always thought, you've always got a secure job in accounts because there's always going to be accountants needed. So I did my level two and I've just kept on going. And um, yeah, it's took me to where I am now. Were you pretty handy at maths when you were, uh, when you were at school? 
yeah, well, but it's like I didn't do anything from age of 16 to 22 or 23 because you don't do any further education because you think it's going to last you forever. Whereas really it doesn't. So then as soon as I did it, we're like getting yourself back in the swing of it and writing emails and you're like, oh God, getting used to it. But to be fair, I, I, where I work now, I enjoy it. And because you're working numbers, it's always like every day is different. You've got different queries, different numbers. So it's, to some people, it might not be their cup of tea. I'm sure it won't be, but it's, it's, it's a good career. And like you say, if you keep on progressing, you've got a bright future if you can push on. Is it nice to do the 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 you know keep your keep your toe in in the football and at least it's a, it's a, a you know a good level it's competitive and then you've obviously got your your sensible job as well during the week. Yeah, well, like you say, once I did drop to non-league, at first it was full time, and I've never since that I've always had a team and I always want to play. It's like now we know football on Saturdays. It's what what do you do? It's like you know normal routines, um, train Tuesday. Thursday, play football Saturdays. You see your mates because you 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 got football with them. You have a laugh with them, and you play your football, and it's it's just normal to me. Is that cause it's always been part of my life. So it's some it's, it's like I say with the restrictions at the moment. It's it's weird, isn't it? Because albeit you normally get the summer off, but by the time you come to like two, three weeks for pre-season, you're itching to get back anywhere. Yeah. So Brilliant. yeah, it's good to keep. I've, like you said, I'll probably do it until as long as I can. Keep going. How old are you now, Chippy? 28. 28. You won't believe it. You've got, 23. You've, got a, <laughs> you've got plenty of years left in you anyway, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, do you see yourself, because you're obviously a winger, do you think like later on in your career you're going to be moving into the centre a little bit, a bit like, like what Beckham did and kind of be a bit of a quarterback? Or do you think you're going to be able to um, out on the wing? I'll have to find someone because I can't defend. How do you think you and Jimmy Moore would do in the middle of the park? Well, he'd have to do all tackling, Edrin, and he can just pass it to me and I'll ping it out wide. <laughs> Brilliant. So, Chippy, this is the part of the show which most players absolutely hate. It's the quiz. Um, so, in the past, Sammy's done um, real or fake football teams. I think he did that for Greavesy. Eh? He did um, outfield players that have played in net for Jimmy Moore. And he did um, Valentine's Day themed players for, obviously, Nathan Valentine. Um, so for you, we've got a, we've got a very special quiz. Um, it's a bit off piece, though. All right. So your nickname is? Chipper. Yeah. So my quiz today is going to be based on UK chip shop names. Let's go for it. Okay. <laughs> so, UK chip shop names. What I want you to do is I want you to think uh, think about whether these chip shop names are true or false. So, I'll give you a chip shop name. Let's say yep. know, Jack's Chippy. If you think it's true, I want you to write Chippy T. T for true. Yep. And if you think it's false, I want you to write Codswallop. Right. If you can't spell Perfect. Codswallop, just put false. <laughs> I'll just put false, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, so I'll give you a name, um, and then you're just going to tell me whether you think it's Chippy T or Codswallop. Uh, so I've got some music here. I don't know if it'll come through, but... Do you want to write it down or should I just say 
No, we're gonna write it down, and then we're gonna yeah. go through them all at the end, and I'll I'll right. tell, I'll tell you them all at the end and see where you got them right or or wrong. Okay. Huh. So the first one, the first chippy name is Fried and Prejudice. Fried and Prejudice. Do you think it's Chippy T for true, or do you think it's Codswallop for false? Fried right. and Prejudice. Okay. The next one is Battersea Cod's Home. Battersea Cod's Home. Is it Chippy T or Codswallop? Got that one. Okay. The next one, number three, the Starship Enterprise. The Starship Enterprise. Yep. Okay. Four, Salty Towers. Salty Towers. So some <laughs> of these I've made up using my own brain box, so not saying that one is made up. Do you know what? Could half of these could be made up, or half of them could be true, because I don't have a Scooby, so... Well, um, so Salty Towers is number four. Yeah. The next one is Haddock Around the Clock. Haddock, haddock around the clock, or but haddock around the clock sounds better. Do we think it's true or false? Chippy T or Codswallop? Took me ages to think of this. Got that one. I've got, I've done so much research on Chippy, and the, the day that I did the research <laughs> on this, guess what I had for me tea? Chippy T. Correct. Happy right, days. the next one, number six, Frying Nemo. Frying Nemo. It's a bit cruel, but I think I'm going to go with this answer, yeah? Okay. Poor Ryan kids. Emo. Okay, number seven. Things can only get batter. Things can only get batter. Chippy T or Cod's Wallet? Yep. Number eight is Cod Rafinia. Cod Rafinia. Yep. Okay. Number nine, Fishcotech. Fishcotech. Yep. Okay. And the last one, number 10, is uh, Mushy Peas Please Me. Is there anyone you can got? And you want me to all go back these... on Chippy? Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm all right. All these are guesses because I don't think I've had fish and chips from any of them places. <laughs> they are up and down the UK. So the ones that are, true <laughs> are up and down the UK. So I don't expect you to, to know these off, off the top of your head. Okay. Right. right. So let's get you some answers. Okay. So the first one was Fried and Prejudice. What, what did you put? Chippy to your Cod's Wallop? Cod's Wallop. You've got that one right, Chippy. Well done. One out of one. It's that means wallet. I've beat three lads already. I've made that. I made that one up. Uh, it's, a, it's a more. Uh, it's a cultural Chippy. But uh, so number two is Battersea Cod's home. Do you think that's uh, true or false? I think it's Chippy's tea. Is that Chippy tea? It is. There's a Cod's Battersea Cod's home in Sheffield, Yorkshire. Right. The next one. 
Star Chip Enterprise. Do you think it's uh, uh, Chippy t- Chippy's Tea or Codswallop? Codswallop. It is. It's Codswallop. It's it's actually a mobile chip van in Eversham. Just in case you ever wanted no, a mobile so, can... so it's a mobile chip van in Eversham. It's not a, an actual shop. So I've got. So it's a, it's Codswallop. Okay, number four, Chippy. I need to keep. Track it. I hope you're, are you keeping track of the scores? Are you? Yeah. Good. I've got them all right so far. I think, have you got them all right so far? Three out of three? Chippy T, four. <laughs> right, so number four, Salty Towers, Chippy T. It's yeah. correct. It's in it's in Torquay, home of Basil Faulty and Faulty Towers. It's obviously a, a, a pun on Faulty Towers, so it's in Torquay. That's, uh, that's true. Right, number five. So we're four out of four, Chippy. I think this is... I'm on fire. You're on fire, mate. Uh, number five, Haddock Around the Clock. Do you think it's uh, Codswallop or Chippy's Tea? Chippy Tea. No. Codswallop, I made it up, mate. You know what? Be a good that fish sounds good, though. Start it up. Start it up. That sounds good. I think that's a Codswallop. Uh, Haddock Around the Clock. Yeah. You can imagine it now. You can imagine the sign as a clock like with a haddock in the middle of it. Let's put it out there now. Do the people of Burrit want a new fish shop? Don't you work in around the in, clock? Don't you work in copyright intellectual uh, accountancy? <laughs> we can right get that one down. We'll copyright it. Right. We'll touch first. <laughs> Next one, number six is Frying Nemo. Frying Nemo. Do you think it's uh, Chippy's Tea or Codswallop? I think it's a Chippy Tea. It is a Chippy's Tea. It's uh, it's a lot of kids' dreams are ruined there, aren't they? And do you know what the font of it is in the um? Is in the Finding Nemo font as well, so it's so it's in um, Ghoul in Yorkshire, so it's actually yeah. So there's going to be a lot of upset kids uh, talk about Finding Nemo, but uh, okay. So we've got one wrong so far, Chippy. Is that right? That's six out of uh, five out of six. Five out of six. Next one. Things can only get better. There's number seven. Things can only get better. I've gone Codswallop, but thinking about it, I think it's a Chippy Tea, but I'm going to stick to what I've got on Codswallop. You were right, sticking to what you've got, Chippy. It's Codswallop made. Again, and I'm not stick, just, I'm not just blowing know. my own trumpet here. These are good Chippy names that I've made up. Yeah, see, that one nearly got me that. Okay, uh, coming to the end now, Chippy. The last stretch. So we've got uh, six out of seven so far. The uh, the eighth one was Codrophenia. Codrophenia. Codswallop. It wasn't chippy. It's an actual. It's it's a mod themed chip shop in the northeast of England. So it's got the scooters. It's got the it's got the uh, target signs on it. Um, so Codrophenia was actually a chippy's tea. I'll let him go. Uh, I'll let. Him hide. But what can you do? So we're we're still we're we're still doing well. Six. What six out, of, six out of eight. What's that on a percentage, Chippy? You're the mathematician. I'll tell you when I have a calculator next to me, but I don't. <laughs> right. Number nine is yep. Fish, Fish Go Tech. Fish Go Tech. Cod's wallet. It's a chippy's tea. It's, it, it is. It's, the, it's in London near Waterloo what? Station. Club. It must be. I presume, well, maybe, um, maybe uh, uh, Alex O'Keefe could get a, a DJ slot in there, maybe, if you're ever down yeah. in London. But there we go. There Reach we go. Out if you're so we're on. We're on. Uh, we're on. What is it? Six out of uh, no seven out. Of, seven out of nine. 
And seven out of nine. The last one. No, it's six out of nine. Six out of nine. Honest. Sorry, thank you for your yeah, honesty, no. Chippy. Thank you for your honesty. You know, this is obviously very, very, you know, crucial. We need to show that you're an honest player. The last one is Mushy Peas Please Me. Mushy Peas Please Me. Chippy T. Oh, Chippy. It's Codswallop. Oh. Made that one up. Do you know what? I've had, a, I've had a week finish, but six out of ten, I'll take it. Sixty percent, I can do that off the top of my there head. There you go. Sixty percent. <laughs> you know, it's a pass, isn't it? It's a pass, that. Yeah. So, you know, what's that? A C, a C grade in old money. So... On your chippy knowledge, Chippy, you've got uh, 60%, so well done. Um, I'm glad. Did you enjoy that, Chippy? Yeah, we were good. Enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't think we'll do anything like that. Well, just keep keep those answers to yourself, and you never know, that might come up in a pub quiz somewhere at some time. <laughs> I guess I might win a few quid off back of this, or a few points. <laughs> right, Chippy, that's, uh, you're done. Thank you very much for Perfect. your time. Thank you, and um, we'll hopefully okay. see you in the new season, mate. Yeah, 100%. Well, take care of yourself and thanks for that. You too, Chippy. We'll see you soon. Thanks very much, Chippy. So my thanks goes out today to Aidan Chippendale. Thanks for joining us, Chippy. Uh, if you've not already, please follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, just type in uh, Berry AFC. You'll be able to find us. And, and if you haven't already and you're watching this on uh, YouTube, please like and subscribe at the link below. There you go. There's a little red box there. Just subscribe and you'll get regular updates on goals and all news Berry AFC. Um, if you listen to this as a podcast, don't forget you can give us uh, some ratings. So it'd be nice, you know, we're, we're, all, we're all volunteers here. We're not doing this for any money. So be nice. Five stars would be lovely. Four, yeah, I'll be happy with four. Three, I'll be, oh, you know, I'm going to start getting a bit upset if it's anything less than, you know, three. But, um, but yeah, if you'd like to uh, leave a little comment or leave a review, that would be much appreciated. Uh, until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you very much for watching. Cheers.